This is the Hilarious Society. <laughs> laugh about it, laugh about it, laugh about it. Most uncontrollable podcast in the world. And we're back with another episode. Miss Aaliyah, welcome to the show. Thank you for having yeah, me. Of course, dude. So honestly, I think I've known you for like a year now. And Aaliyah is a gym rat, to say the least. Huh? <laughs> yeah, She's obsessed yeah. with the gym. So I kind of reached out to her and I wanted to get a lot more females on the podcast. So thank you for coming on. And uh yeah, today we'll be kind of chill. We'll just be kind of be talking about like perspective of uh, college from like a women's perspective, fitness, and uh, art because I don't know shit about art and that's why Leah's here to teach us. Um, so yeah, right off the bat, Leah, um, what was kind of like your fitness journey like? Like how did you kind of get into it? Um, I guess it kind of started during COVID. Okay. I, I think I've like always, I think like most gym rats, like whenever yeah. you talk to anyone about like their, their fitness, why, yeah. it usually gets kind of sad. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because people who are dedicated to it, 100%. like there's, there's a deeper reason yeah, usually. Def- so, definitely. Yeah, I was just really fucking depressed yeah. and I have always struggled with like body image mm-hmm. and I like just got like a home gym set up in 2020 and started then. And, but I've had, like, gym access since, like, 2021, mm-hmm. like, mid-middle of the year. So I've only ever, like, been officially in the gym for, like, a year and a half. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So did you, were you just crash out employment checks on, like, the home body gym or what? Because <laughs> I was making a ton of money during COVID. With just, like, no, I didn't have, like, a fucking, like, setup. Yeah. It was just, like, I had a – it was a really shitty – like, it was just in my bedroom where I had, like, a barbell and, yeah. like, a bunch of plates. My room was, like, just covered in, like, plates. Yeah. And like my dad's like piano bench as a bench, oh, really? so like no one, <laughs> no one yeah. could. I didn't want anyone to see that. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. That's cool. So then, yeah, I feel like I mean I can relate too, especially with COVID. Like I feel like a lot of people are going through it because for me, like my anxiety, like I get anxiety. I had like it was skyrocketing. Like I was drinking a lot because I was sitting home. Yeah. You know, there was nothing to do. It was like super uncertainty about like how long we were going to be like stuck in our homes. Yeah. So I think I think that's uh, super relatable too because I have a lot of friends, me me included, in like. A lot of people, I mean, everyone has a reason for the gym, but like for me, like I like it, but for me, it's my mental health. Like yeah, I feel so absolutely. much more like if I get up early and I hit the gym and I do the cardio and I get a good workout, I don't have fast the reps and the sets. Mm-hmm. When I get done, that dopamine, I, like, I feel more confident in myself. I feel way better because for some people, I think obviously it's the way you look, which is a, it's like a byproduct, but I feel like for most people, kind of like what you said, it's like how you feel and how it can like benefit you you know what I mean like that dopamine release that you get from getting a good workout in yeah definitely like aside from just like the physiological physiological level Mm -hmm. of like actually having the adrenaline and the movement in your body like Mm -hmm. it's also I mean for me at least I was I would always feel like guilty Mm -hmm. if I didn't like feel like I had accomplished anything that day so even just like an hour in the gym you're just like I fucking did it. I got yeah. up. I went there even when I felt terrible. And exactly. You don't have to feel like you didn't do anything that day. Exactly. Right. It gives you that motivation. Um, definitely. But that's cool. So then you had so you had the in body gym, and then when gym started opening back up, like twenty twenty one or something, did mm-hmm. you start going to like your local gym? I started in the rec. Oh, okay. Yeah. No way. So yeah. that was like yeah. so the rec. That's when you first started. <laughs> that's what I was Dude, what do you, started. Dude, so what do you think about for those not that don't know about Chico State's like gym? It's pretty phenomenal. I mean, we have like the I love rock it. climbing. Yeah. yeah. There's like the there's a second story is all based on like cardio kind of. Mm-hmm. You know what's cool too? I don't know if you know this. Do you know the track indoor track? Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Do you know that's from like the Beijing Olympic Games? I guess like that track is taken out of the Olympics. One of the one of the yeah one of the events. Sorry, you can look it this up. It was taken out? What does that mean? Like, after it was used, 
it was like, I don't know, you know how they sell things? Like, it was ripped out. Okay, and then, I didn't, like, like think that. Yeah, and then, like, I guess broken into pieces. And, yeah, so when they built the wreck, it was, um, they added on to that. Wow. Isn't that kind of wild? That's cool. Yeah. Have you ever tried the rock climbing at the wreck? No. My Dude, roommate does it all the time. Really? But I haven't done it. Yeah, that. I've always thought about it, too, and I'm like, yeah, I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> what if it doesn't catch? You know what I mean? Yeah, but dude, the wreck is really cool. That's awesome. Um, I think too, the cool thing about the wreck as well is that when you're there, it's like all these kids that you see, you know, they're they're also going to school. They're in the same boat as you. Yeah. Versus like when you go, to, I go to Emotion and the wreck just because uh, the wreck was closed when I started. I came here in 2020, mm-hmm. and so the wreck was closed for like my first year. Um, so I had to go to Emotion. The yeah. cool thing about Emotion, though, the one benefit is the wreck's only well, it's open Monday through Sunday, but I know their hours are like early on the weekends. You know, so like you don't go between like 12 and 8. You can't go. Mm-hmm. So I do like to go to the emotion, but I think it's cool to have like that one gym because that's kind of how you get your routine going. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's always nice to like see the the rec regulars, the, the yeah. regulars. Yeah, the regulars. The regulars. <laughs> the regulars. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like passing by on campus. That yeah. you just like because it in the gym, I feel like no one really. Even when you're like friends, I mean, sometimes you come up to each other yeah. and like say hi, but most of the time it's just kind of like head nod. Like, yeah, what's up? We, I see you, you know, yeah. for two hours every single day. Like, yeah. Hey, what's yeah, up? Yeah, do yeah. Think, I don't know like, your name, but yeah. like I, I've seen you more than like my mom. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you know? Yeah. There's a ton of people like that. So, yeah. yeah. So that's fun. For yeah, me. absolutely. And then kind of on that too, like kind of transitioning there is like, who are some people that maybe you idolize or have like looked up to in the fitness game? If there is any, if not, maybe you just do it clearly for yourself. No, I definitely, I mean, not so much as, I don't have, like, necessarily, like, physique goal people. Like, yeah. I mean, I think Chrissy Cella or Sella, I think she is wonderful. And uh-huh. She has an amazing physique. But um, in terms of, like, the information, I usually listen to, like, Jeff Nippard podcast. Okay. People hate on him. Yeah. I don't know why. Because he's kind of dorky. Yeah. I don't know. He's quirky, but is he, does he know his fitness? Is he, like, Fuck yeah. He's, he's, um, he's jack. It's like, yeah. there's this, like, niche group of people on the internet of, like, jacked like doctors mm-hmm. you know or like, do you know who alex armazi is no I'll, I'll put you on him after he's like uh he started his own business by redeveloping gyms but he's yeah he's a fucking genius like iq yeah. like 180 and also super jacked and making money with total, a bunch of different passive incomes but yeah definitely in terms of like the fitness industry it because it's so like lucrative and people just sell you on whatever and mm-hmm. here's how to get abs in eight minutes like yeah, there's, there's so much bullshit yeah so it's really important to have those solid people that you like trust mm-hmm. for me that's jeff Nippert and that and his girlfriend who's also a doctor stephanie buttermore mm-hmm. she's wonderful mike isertel dr mike isertel okay. he's like a i think he was a like i don't know if he was strong man but he was pro he was he's pro and he's he's like kind of like an ogre of a man but he's he's yeah. really fucking smart yeah and um the uh what's it called there's a fitness podcast with um greg knuckles and oh i can't remember the name now mm-hmm. but um greg knuckles he was like i think he was a, in strongman or he had like a record for the deadlift for a long time and yeah. he's He's one of those doctor, okay. jack doctors. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that's a good point that what you talk about too, with like when it comes to research, like not everyone just because they're fit, right, necessarily knows what they're talking about. Yeah. So I think it's good that you do like that double standard, like, okay, where's the credibility here? Right. right. Like where's the, you know, where's the, where are they getting their knowledge from? And is this data backed, you know? Yeah. So I think that's really important. Do you know um, Bradley Martin, the guy that's always on yeah. the yeah, yeah, yeah. So you want to know something crazy? So how this whole podcast kind of started was – me and my buddy Jacob Bonilla, because I told you I'm from SoCal. Mm-hmm. People that are listening, I'm from like the good old Simi Valley. And um, my buddy and I did this podcast and we cranked it out for a long time. Like a couple, or not a long time, but like a whole winter break. Like every day we were podcasting every day. Because he had a podcast studio. 
I shit you not, I'm watching Milk one day mm-hmm. after I come back and I see him on there in Bradley Martin's video. So I text him like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, <laughs> dude, he's Bradley Martin's videographer now. That's crazy. So, and this is like one of my good friends and he's the one that taught me about podcasting. Yeah. So it's crazy because now my other buddy works with Brad and I guess they showed Brad a video of me and they're like, this guy's got to be on the internet. Like, <laughs> Let's go, Brad. So it's small world. But yeah, anyway, um, I don't know if you watch any of his stuff, but yeah, he's uh, someone else that I think uh, offers a lot of insight. He has his own gym. He's got his own... Um, mm-hmm. Uh, clothing brand raw so clothing but um yeah that's just that's that's smart that you do your research too because i think a lot of people will just be like oh she's ripped or he's got a ton of money and obviously there's some keys to success in anyone mm-hmm. but it's kind of doing that back checking like you know fact checking it like where are they actually getting this information because yeah i think a lot of times it's hard for people to explain how they got there like for me i mean i'm not successful in any way but if I know how to do something, I'm the worst at teaching like, i do not know how to like translate that to it's a different else. skill for sure 100 percent, 100 percent um, so kind of on the workouts and whatnot, what are some workouts that do more damage than good? Because I feel like we all have like the cliche like squats, chest, you know, like bicep curls. But like what are some workouts, if you th- if you can think of any, that people are doing constantly that you think like, dude, that's honestly not helping you? Um, well, the first thing that comes to mind is deadlifts. Mm-hmm. And like I, I think deadlifts are great. Like yeah. I do RDLs like every – I do it like three times a week. Yeah. But like – like full conventional deadlifts for me personally, mm-hmm. because the the physical taxation that it's putting on you. Like if you're if you're trying to get like muscular, which mm-hmm. is for most people who like are our age in the gym, like yeah. want to be that they don't care about how strong they are if they don't yeah, move a certain want, way. Yeah, exactly. So like if you're training deadlift for like your I, I don't even know like your your back, I guess people would think normally are mm-hmm. like your. Um, posterior chain mm-hmm. um which it's a great exercise but like in terms of efficacy for like hypertrophy that's not like what are you gonna like deadlift like 20 reps yeah. like per set like, yeah. like you know you're gonna what? get you're gonna get strong physically but it's it's gonna really tax you and yeah. you're not gonna get like gains from it necessarily yeah. you think it too probably up, like blows a lot of people's backs out when they're doing that as well like if they're not doing it correctly like your lower back because yeah, I know it puts a rounding, lot of strain on it. What I've heard is if you're rounding your lower back, it's not the worst thing in the world. Like if you're not lifting in like exact proper form, but if you're like rounding your upper back, it's the issue. Okay. Um, but I also see like a lot of girls who are just like doing the fucking stairmaster because they think <laughs> that that's gonna give them glutes. Yeah. And like my roommate keeps saying that, and I don't want to be an asshole, so yeah. I'm just like, oh, okay, have fun. <laughs> and I'm just like, God, no, it's yeah. not. It's not what you think it's doing. Yeah. But, so, yeah. and there's another one too that's funny for women like Stairmaster. I've seen a bunch of videos on, uh, I don't know, I can't think of his name now. I listen to him or I have in the past, he's, I think it's like V Athlete or something. Oh, V Shred? Yeah, V Shred yeah. or something. You know what I'm talking about? Athlete Athlete yes, that guy. Yeah, Do you ever yeah. listen to him? Or you know what I'm talking about? I know who you're talking about, yeah. but he's kind of one of those guys that's like eight minute abs. Yeah, like, okay. So, the, I, like, yeah. He just looks like a fucking Titan. Too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did see this one thing and I researched from other, other, um, uh, people and they talked about it as well so maybe in this one aspect is kind of right but it talks about a lot of guys when they're doing flies how it doesn't use like dumbbell flies when yeah, you're yeah. just like slaying out like it doesn't do as much good as you think because it's like straining your shoulders i don't know if you've like heard about that at all i haven't heard about that yeah i don't i don't bench like yeah yeah you're good. yeah you know that's a good that's a good like little question like side thing too so like as a girl yeah. what are like the main workouts obviously the girls love to do like lower body legs yeah. glutes but like do you, do you do, like, chest days? Is that a thing? I don't do chest days, personally. Yeah. I respect the fuck out of girls that I see doing chest. I just... Uh-huh. I, I don't know, man. Yeah. I'm like... 
I I just don't really care about it. Yeah, I'm exactly. Like, I'm prioritizing muscle groups that I care about. Yeah, hundred percent. But um, yeah, no, I do three days upper body now. Yeah, there you go. So what is so that's what I was going to get you next. So what is kind of like your workout schedule? So is it like six days on, one day off, and in those days, are you doing like upper body? So upper body three days. Like what's kind of your workout? Yeah, I have, I have three days lower, three days upper. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to be one of those girls that just did five days of, of, of lower body mm-hmm. and like that was literally it yeah. but um yeah so now monday glutes and hamstrings um tuesday i my upper body days are all the same really because mm-hmm. i don't bench so, yeah yeah, so, so, that, yeah. so i do, do um, so i'll do i'll do abs and then like overhead press and then lateral raises and then um it kind of depends on what i'm feeling usually i'll do traps mm-hmm. or not traps oh my god um <laughs> Oh my god, what am I thinking? Oh, um, fucking Shug, shoulder shrugs or no triceps. Tricep. There you, you go. I got you. I, no I can't think of that word. Yeah. But um, yeah, triceps, and then I'll just kind of like stretch for a long time. Maybe do some like yoga after. Yeah. But my upper body days are more chill for sure. There you but go. and then lower body, like middle of the week Wednesday, I'll do quad focus and then um, glutes and hamstring. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know, what I was gonna ask too. When you before you get to the gym, do you have everything written out for the day, or do you kind of just? feel it out i used to i used to be like very diligent about it mm-hmm. now i i am getting back on my shit because I, I i now that i like know enough about mm-hmm. my like flow of like i'm like okay i, I know i work in weight in this exercise yeah. like i know how many i did last time now i don't need it as much but definitely as a beginner like that was crucial for mm-hmm. me to like be able to be like okay this is the number that i did last time i'm gonna do one more today right and that's good yeah because yeah. i feel like for me i'm like such a little spaz and if i don't have everything written out that I'll kind of just like float around for my days. Mm-hmm. But I think it's good if you, once you know enough, like you do have that, um, that uh, level of like skill where you can just kind of like, all right, I'm doing legs. Let's see what I kind of want to do today. And you know your body, you know, Yeah. you feel it out. I've, I've been doing it long enough, like the same exercises long enough that I'm, that I'm aware of what my working weight is and yeah. what I need to do. But sometimes where I'm like, when I need to like kick myself back into gear, I'll like fully write everything yeah, down. For sure. And then one thing we talked about before this, so you're not a big person on cardio. So what do you, what do you do to get like your, I guess, just, you just, you think the workouts you're doing clearly are, are producing like an upbeat heart rate or like mm-hmm. you don't need cardio, right? Obviously. No, be- I mean, no one needs like anything. I mean, I, I, I think for just general health and longevity, you should be, people say like you need to have your heart rate raised for like at least 30 minutes a day. Yeah. Like that's just kind of the rule of thumb for that. But for me, I, because I don't have a car right now, like yeah. I just, I'm walking to class. So yeah. I'm, I'm like, like today I've walked like 15,000 steps, oh, there like, you go. but every day, like at least 10,000 yeah. for me. What is that like? Like, like how many that's steps? About five, in miles. five miles, right? It's like, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, that, yeah. That's great then. Yeah. yeah. And I think, yeah, it's like, no matter how you get it, if you're able to get some sort of cardio in on the day, like it doesn't have to be at the gym. Cause like for me, I fucking hate cardio too, but I do it. Like we talked about like mental health. Like I just feel like I start my workout with like a sweat and like my heart's up. And then I just transition into it. But yeah, if, I mean, if it works for you and you love it, then fuck yeah. Keep but it going, right? Yeah. I feel like some things that people fall into though is like they'll like be on this like a weight loss journey or yeah. trying to lose weight as mm-hmm. their goal, and they'll like dedicate like cardio days where they like run a mile or they like try to run for like an hour, yeah. and then they don't do anything for the rest of the day because that exhausted them and they hated it the whole time, yeah. and then they're like screwed because now they've set themselves up for failure right. when they could have just like walked to the grocery store and done some grocery shopping and walked back. Right. That would have been the same amount of calories. Yeah, and literally. Like, and you would have done way more yeah. and not been like exhausted the rest of the day. Yeah. See, one thing too on that is like for me, when I do cardio, like I'll do just Stairmaster, but 
I because I hate if I run. I think for me the way I look at it is I've always felt like running is such a great way to get like that dopamine rush. Mm -hmm. But I think that like when it comes to like the treadmill, dude, I just fucking shoot me. Like I, I can't, I cannot run hands. there for miles. And I've been doing it lately, but I cannot run there for miles on end just staring. Yeah. So I have to put something on. I literally have to watch that. Like I literally put on like Netflix or YouTube yeah, or something because yeah. I cannot just run and you know music won't do it for me when I'm doing that. So. What I like to do is when I can, it's super rare, but I'd say maybe once, maybe twice a month. Summer is a lot better for me. I do more, but I'll go on just a run. Mm -hmm. But for me, if I don't know where I'm going, like a fucking little squirrel, it's better for me because I, I can just run and run and I, I feel yeah. good. But when I know how far I have to run, that's when I'm like, oh, shit, yeah. it's going to take forever. When you're, like, you're staring at the it's number like, going up and you're just like, I want this fucking minute to be over. Yeah, like the curiosity of not knowing where I'm running. Like when I try a new trail, I always like that. I'll run like trails because I'm like, oh, this is like I'm looking at scenery. I don't know where I'm ending up. But when I'm like, oh, I'm going to run five miles today or, ten, or seven miles, I'm like, oh my God, like mile two, I'm like, fuck. You know, you start like having that voice in your head. Yeah. But um, that's cool. That's like super interesting. All right. So transitioning on the fitness, but more to the diet side. Okay. For one, how important do you think like diet is not to just to your physique, but I guess your, to your to your uh, physical health diet? I mean, like it's one of the biggest components of your physical health for right. sure. Um, but in terms of like physique goals, mm -hmm. it is super important. Like if you're lifting you know it doesn't matter how many times how many you know hours you put in if you're eating like shit and you're not getting any protein in you're barely eating or you're only eating crap and you're not gonna like see results yeah and i think that's what a lot of people kind of fall into too when they're starting their like fitness journey because they have this physique in mind and that requires like two separate things of like okay, like I have to work out really hard and I have to diet. And so people think like, okay, if I just barely eat and I like work out super hard, then I'll get these results that I want. And those are two separate facets of, of that goal. Of, right. And that's what I did for like the first year because I was like, I just want to be like shredded. So I'll just like barely eat and I'll work out super hard. Yeah. And then like that, it's not going to do shit. Work, yeah. yeah. Fucks it up. Your, your muscle proteins need those building blocks 100%. in order to, to break apart and repair. Yeah. So because important. I've always seen too, and obviously the number could change very, you know, who you talk to, but I've seen like diet sometimes is like up to 80% of like your, what your physique looks like. Because if you do all the right steps, obviously when you're working out, but then you eat like shit, like you're never going to develop muscle and shred the fat. So yeah. I've always, I've always thought that's always like kind of, reminded me and I guess helped me when I am working out like I used to say the deal like when I first started working out because I got into lifting because of football I played like mm. varsity and whatnot so I would just eat a bunch of food at the end and like just trying you know eat food because you're burning so many calories as a kid like yeah. it doesn't even matter but then when I got out and I'm like okay I'm not an athlete anymore but I'm gonna be in the gym for the rest of my life that's when I started to realize like oh dude, like you actually need to there, there's a time period which we can actually talk about next mm -hmm. after you eat where like your body is the most susceptible to like the anabolic window? Yes. Isn't it like 30 minutes or something like that? That's kind of a myth. I okay. Think, yeah. It's one of those things that's one of like a catchphrase. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> Go ahead, yeah. well, I mean, it is true in the sense of if you are training fasted mm -hmm. and then you don't eat for like hours, yeah. you're getting like a, a reduced amount of the gains that you would have made yeah. if you had eaten protein before or after. But there's not this like, 
I think gym bros get kind of crazy. of like, well, do you need to crush this protein shake? They're like, yeah. in 30 minutes or you're, nothing happened in your body. It's yeah. like, that's not, that's not how that works. Yeah, but, 100%. But, I mean, you should either eat before or after yeah. training in order to, op- like, optimize. But yeah. it's not like the workout didn't count. Exactly. Just didn't eat immediately. What do you think about, or I don't know if this, you relate with this too, but I've heard, and I've, I've experienced it a lot, when I get a really good workout in, mm-hmm. I'm not hungry. Do you, yeah, do you have that as well? And I like, what is that? What is that? If you, I don't know. Yeah. I, maybe it's just like adrenaline. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I mean, I'm just speculating, but like, isn't it like when you're working out that hard, your, your body like physiologically Fondly thinks good. that, yeah, thinks yeah. that you're like battling or something. Yeah. Like yeah, something maybe. is going on where your yeah. body's like, what are we fucking doing? Like, yeah. why are we working so hard? <laughs> yeah. And then, so you're just like. I don't know. You're yeah. wired after or something. Yeah, I know. That. Exactly. Yeah, because like I'll get out of a really good workout and like I'm not hungry at all. And then like two hours later, I'm starving. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And when I am hungry after the gym, that's when I know I didn't push myself hard. <laughs> like when I can eat right after, I'm like, yeah, I didn't go that hard. So that's, yeah, yeah that, I've always thought about that, but that's uh, that's super uh, interesting as well. So what are some like overrated and underrated foods, Aaliyah? I guess you can start with overrated first because I feel like everyone, and maybe I'm wrong, obviously, that's why I'm asking you, but I know that like, you know, chicken and broccoli, you know, the cliches and whatnot, rice. I mean, fuck, like chicken, broccoli, and rice, are, they're good. They're good like, to they're go, fine. right? So those are overrated. They're, I, mean, I mean, I think they're, they're perfect. I think rated. they're adequately rated. Adequately rated. Okay. Overrated? I don't know. What do people, like, what are, like, the stereotypical... Well, because well, here's what I, at least what I think and what I, what I also do, because I'm just like, oh, yeah, it's supposed to be good. I eat, like, rice, beans every day, like black beans. And I also... Do you, is there a difference between black beans and, and pinto really. beans as far as health? No. Because I see, I get the black beans. I go to Chipotle like every day. They know my order now. I come <laughs> in, I hate it. Um, and then uh, I eat like rice every day, brown rice, mm-hmm. which another thing, is there a difference between brown rice and no. rice? Okay, there's another myth. <laughs> so, uh, and then I eat, I try to eat like veggies, like uh, bell peppers, like fajitas or whatnot. Nice. Um, and then eggs. You're just listing Chipotle things. I'm literally, that's something I eat. So I eat like, okay, I eat pasta usually pretty often, mm-hmm. frozen shrimp, um, turkey, red meat. I eat red meat like three or four times a week. Um, chicken. Um, and then I'd say I eat eggs a lot too. That's like literally 80, 90% of what I eat when I'm not. Drinking on the weekends and I just go get fucking pizza or tacos, Mary. Sure. Yeah, but I guess if there's nothing that you can think of that's overrated, do you think there's any underrated foods that you have at, that you use for your diet or that you've seen beneficial? Popcorn has like saved me. Really? Yeah. Popcorn? Because it's so it's you can get like the low calorie like I yes I the popcorners yeah I, bomb, like yeah. like the 100 calorie packs of yes. popcorn yes have that with like a protein bar like at the end of the night so that I'm not like hungry when I'm going to sleep yeah. But it's like so filling and like it's it's fine. It's like a fine snack food. It's not yeah. like it's not gonna make you like crave more because it's not super sugary. Right. But it's just kinda like it's just popcorn, yeah. man. Like yeah. it's just it's solid. <laughs> Come on, people, man. Yeah. So on on that too, like you talked about it's not super sugary, just for people listening, there is uh, scientific evidence too, right, that shows that like if you eat sugar your stomach expands, so that's why you actually get more hungry, right? I don't know. Or am I just throwing shit out there? I don't know. I don't think it's I mean, it spikes your cortisol levels uh-huh. and or your insulin, mm-hmm. um, and it like makes you crave food. Gotcha. But it doesn't it doesn't like expand your. Okay, stomach. but it does make you more hungry. Though, yeah, so I'm trying to get yeah. it. Okay. okay, that's what I was trying to figure out because <laughs> I know that like my buddy told me one time it, it was so cheesy, but we he was like, you know, when you would have dessert, room for dessert after you're done with dinner, mm-hmm. like as a kid, and your parents were like, oh, now you get room for dessert. He was trying to tell me that, yeah, like 
There's that's some... just desire. That's not like it. No, I was that's why we have a leader here. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> anyway, all right. So uh, on the next thing, though, I think is there because you kind of talked about it a little bit before. You're like kind of like touched on it, but indirectly. Inter first of all, it's called intermittent fasting, yeah. right? So I was going to get into that, but also to timing. As far as like, is there a certain time that you think that you eat, or if you don't, is there benefits to eating at the same time every day? Getting your body on like some sort of eating schedule? I think there definitely is like a benefit to it. It's there's nothing like magical about it, mm -hmm. but it's just a like a habitual factor that just makes things easier. Yeah. And I think so much of like being successful in fitness in general is making it as easy as possible for you. I think people yeah. have this like misconception that it's all about like just willpower and like discipline. And like those are large components as well, but for the most part, it's just like setting up your life so that health and fitness is the easiest option for you. Yeah. Um, so I I used to do intermittent fasting a lot mm -hmm. um, for like a year, and it it didn't. It was hard at first because I, I I was always like a very hungry person. Yeah. So like eating as soon as I woke up in the morning was like normal for me, yeah. but. Um, it just if you're trying to manage your weight or. I mean, I guess it depends on if you're bulking or cutting or right. what, what your it's, goals are. Gotcha. But okay. at least for most women who want to eat less, um, which you don't necessarily have to do in order to achieve your goals. No. Um, it does help to plan out or create a system where you're eating at certain times. Just, I mean, at least it helped for me because right. I, that helped me to be organized and know when... I don't know when I naturally get hungry, so that I can work around that. Right. Okay. That because I was going to get. I also want to touch too on so intermittent fasting. When you used to do it, how many hours would you do it for? I would have breakfast at noon and stop eating at like eight. Okay. Because I saw, of course, Joe Rogan. He has everyone on there. He had someone on there. I forgot who she was. She was world-renowned um, nutrition uh, nutritionist. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. And she was talking about the benefits of it. And it's because like when you're fasting, your brain's actually more alert. Like there's some science behind it because like you're hungry. So you know that's anyone that's like, they're not like cracked out, but they're just like, they're more on edge. Yeah. You know, you don't have to do that to yourself. I'm not, I'm not advocating <laughs> for that, but I'm just saying that there is some sort of benefit um, to intermittent fasting. But she talks about the perfect window was, and I think you just said, you said 12 and 8, 12 mm -hmm. days is about eight hours. Yeah. If you can do within there, which is fucking so hard. Cause I did it too for about, I think I did it like four or five months. I'd get up at five and then I wouldn't eat until fucking like 1130 and I had school. So I had the first two classes I wouldn't eat and then I'd eat 1130 and then I'd stop being around like, I think I stopped being around like 830. So mine was like nine hours, but there is some benefits. I saw this other guy that was on the Joe Rogan podcast and he's, he's, it's nuts. If you can really get that discipline down and like trick your mind, because mm -hmm. I think a large, excuse me, a large part about all of this um, is just like tricking your mind to understand like, hey, this is good for you. Like, yeah. you know, running or going to the gym every day when you don't want it, like that discipline. But he did it for like 22 hours a day. He'd eat one meal a day. And he was a normal looking like guy. David Goggins? Huh? Talking like David No, Goggins. David Goggins is the boy though. Have you read that his book? No. Can't I, hurt me? No. That's a phenomenal book. He's fucking crazy. Yeah, he's, he's nuts. You follow yeah. him? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whenever you feel like you're having a bad day, it's <laughs> running in like the Mojave Desert in like 110 degree heat and 100% humidity. Yeah. But um, no, yeah, at the end of the day, it just, I think there is some benefits too to it. Just, yeah, it's like you're you're always hungry, I feel like, when you're on it. Mm -hmm. At least what I would do on some like, as, I'm, as an idiot, I would try to like, I think the purpose of it is you're still just eating like whatever, two to three meals, but they're spaced out within the eight hours. 
But what I would do, to say I was doing it, would I feel like I would fucking munch right at 12 and then I'd eat it and then at like 7.50, I would just start throwing food in my mouth. So then by the time 8 o'clock came, I was like, all right, I'm full, I'm full. Like I would grub, dude. I would yeah, grub. maybe that's not the best. Yeah, that is not how you're supposed to do it. Yeah. Just to say that, you know, like I, I was in between the eating hours. <laughs> it's but, hard to figure out. Yeah. I think for anyone, it's just, it takes a long time to find what your body needs and mm-hmm. how to address that in a way that is you know, benefiting your goals. For sure. Yeah. I have uh, I don't know if you've heard about it here at Enlo, the local hospital here, Chico. They do this thing. I think it's like 40 bucks, but you can get like your blood drawn or something and they'll tell you all about like the amount of iron you have, if like your, your T cells are high enough. Like, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about or what it's called, but basically it's like, you, anyone you do, you just go to the hospital and yeah, they just basically- like blood testing. Yeah, kind of, yeah. exactly. Um, there's like some name for it, but anyway, yeah, it's cool because, and I want to do it, I just fucking hate needles, so I have to look away. <laughs> but uh, what do you call it? They, um, you're able to actually see like what, how your body is reacting. And that's kind of something you just kind of talked about I wanted to like go a little bit more depth into is like, yeah, however it works for you, because everyone's body's different. Like something that you do and how you eat and how you work out, might not benefit someone else that's also a woman, right? Or there's yeah, some girls that also have like completely different goals. Exactly. And so bodies. Exactly, yeah. And same yeah. as a guy. Like there's things that I do that like, I don't know, let's say I'm more genetic, it's easier for me to burn calories, but it's hard for me to gain weight. I'm just making something up. Maybe yeah. that's the opposite for another guy and it's right. same height, same weight. So everyone listening, just so you guys know, and I'm sure they already know, but like these are all just suggestions and ideas. Like I say when we're on the podcast, all these are just like abstract thoughts it's like if you're able to benefit from it great if not hey feel free to come on the podcast we're not fitness experts yes we're literally just exactly but at the end of the day it's like then it just works works for you but these are always great um, insights um another thing i want to talk about is sleep because i think sleep is so important not just to obviously mental health but to your to your physical fitness as well like how many hours a night do you sleep and like how often are you getting like pretty consistent a lot of sleep like it's kind of bad i mean you like to sleep in all day <laughs> no like, i i can't sleep in uh-huh. um i usually get up like a little before nine which okay. is like that's like no for sure reasonable yeah. yeah absolutely um and i go to sleep i try to go to sleep like average a night probably like 11 11 okay so yeah. so you're getting a lot of i'm night. getting that's a good, solid though. solid night yeah, yeah there you go yeah, yeah i think because i think that's important too because for me like when i was doing that whole intermittent fasting and then like trying to breakups that's what i'll do to you i was like i was like 20 or something i don't know i was trying to like you know fuck her when she know me get over it and i was doing that but i was also going off with six hours of sleep and that was killing me because yeah. i i do the intermittent fasting so i wouldn't eat for the first like six seven hours a day and i go from 12 day and then at that time i was starting to have to pay rent i was broadcasting for like the local companies to work for i was um working like 27 hours i was taking six classes and i was i was just stressed out and then I was only sleeping for six hours a night. I'd sleep from midnight to six. Mm-hmm. And Arnold Schwarzenegger has that comment, like, you know, just sleep faster. I don't know if you've ever heard that thing. He was like, people sleep eight hours. I say sleep six. Like, you can get more done. And so I try to be like Arnold for, uh-huh. yeah. I, that, that's and where we come back to that everyone's built different. Like, right. I need Not that eight hours. Like yes, yeah. <laughs> clearly, clearly. And so I started doing that. And then I was able to, once I got back to like eight or nine hours, I felt better. But yeah. I think a solid eight, is is definitely a good uh, target yeah for sure. because there's other times too when i just want to be lazy and i want to sleep more and like i think even your body much is like doesn't want to sleep i can't sleep you know what i'm saying nine. yeah it'll be like get up fucker like yeah like i'm like you know, like i'm trying to go back to a dream or sleep <laughs> and i just can't right yeah so yeah, i think that's really important too for everyone listening is like 
if you're able to, getting consistent sleep. And obviously, I mean, like, we're in college. We're going to go out. I've seen you at parties before. Like, we go out. Like, we're, not, we're not monks. Yeah. I always say that. Yeah. So, obviously, you're going to have your fun. But if, you, for the most part, you can get a sleep schedule down, like, that'll – mental health will be skyrocketing high. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, okay, let's transition to art because I think that's super interesting. You're an art major, right? I am. Hell, yeah. yeah. So, first of all, what is the difference between, like, some qu- like quality art and amateur art if you can't even elaborate? I mean, there's there's no, like, set of criteria yeah. that can differentiate. It's all, like, so subjective. Like, someone fucking taped a banana to a wall. That's and, what I'm saying. You know, like, it's... Sells for half a million dollars. It, it's all bullshit. Like, yeah. it's, there's no, like... I mean, there's, there's obviously, like, objective talent as in, like, okay, this person can replicate this photo, like, semi-perfectly, yeah. photorealistically. So they're obviously very gifted in that. Mm. Um, but, like... That person can, might sell that painting for like two hundred dollars when a painting of seven circles and a bunch of scribbles paint like sells for two billion. Yeah. You know, like there's. It, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. Yeah. I don't okay. Know. You know. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Because I don't get it either. It's also subjective. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Do you think that like the once they it's kind of more of like building that reputation like you know Banksy. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, yeah. I mean that's a big part of it. I think to be successful. I mean. So much of art is like networking yeah. and knowing the right people and and selling yourself and selling your style in genre. Right. Um, but yeah, there's not like a set yeah. criteria. So what kind of got you into it? Because also too, and we'll I'll leave it in the link or whatnot. But Aaliyah also does art as well. So you do you do like body art? I guess what would that be called? Or like you do you do per, like you draw people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. What, I know there's like so many yeah, kinds body of... body art is like drawing on someone. Oh, body. shit. No, yeah, my yeah. Bad. <laughs> no, that would be cool. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but um, yeah, I've, I've been just drawing and painting since like before I could talk. Like it was just one of those... Oh, really? Just one of those things. Yeah. Um, there's this... I always talk about it when someone asks me, but there's this concept, this like Japanese philosophy called mm-hmm. ikigai, mm-hmm. which means like like a value or a fruit or a worth. And it, it like casually translates to the thing you can't not do mm-hmm. and for me i think that's art i think that's just it's what you like reflexively go to where mm-hmm. it's that activity that you you enter in and you enter this like flow, flow state, state. Yes. yeah yeah i talked about that issue yeah, yeah. yep well there you go yep. um we're just like time is just passing and you're just moving with part of it and for me that's that's art and i yeah, just that's super cool. Forever. I think I'm, now that you t- touched on, I want to bring that up. Do you know Impact Theory? Or have you heard of Impact Theory? I don't think so. It's a really cool podcast. Um, I'll show you it after. But basically, he's just uh, his name is Tom Bayou, and he gets like w- world renowned people in all different aspects that are all about success and like how they are able to contribute to society, whether it's stocks, finances, fitness, art, whatever, meditation. Um, but he talks about flow state a lot, and I never really understood it until I started listening to this podcast. But yeah, just. I think it's really cool because for everyone listening, I'm sure everyone's been heard like, oh, they're in a flow state, but the, what it really means or the way I interpret it is like, yeah, when he talks about like, you can literally be doing art for hours yeah, and like, holy fuck, a day went by. Like, yeah. I, oh my God, I forgot to eat, I forgot to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. And that's so cool that you found that because I think the hardest part, especially as us young adults like growing up in this world is like figuring out what our niche is and what we're passionate about um, and being able to pursue that because it's cool for you, you found it. Some people never find it. You know, they like yeah. try all this stuff, but for you to find art, um, that's awesome. But yeah, flow state is something that I've been like so obsessed with because it's like when you're in it and sometimes it's something that 
like for me when I'm doing doors on like you know solar. I don't fucking love solar. I think it's cool. Like yeah. you're helping the planet. You save people money, and I'm making money, so it's. But you're like, I know it's six o'clock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there is times when I'm on the doors, and I'm like, I'm engaging with all these people, and I'm like, oh whoa, like three hours went by. Like where'd the time go? And I feel like I'm in a sense of flow state. Is that the engaging with people? Yes, and that's where I think that's my most I guess passionate thing is just I love talking to people, yeah. picking brains. Like this podcast has been so beneficial because it allows other people to come on my platform, tell them their stories you know, inspire people and whatnot. So yeah, I love, I love talking to people and learning more because I'm a big reader as well. So I read like nonfiction books. I don't know if you've heard of like Think and Grow Rich or like Rich Dad, Poor Dad or like whatever. There's some other books out there, but yeah, it's, it's really interesting that uh, flow state is something that you guys should check out um, that are listening. But yeah, that is exciting. Okay. So why um, did you get into art? I guess. Well, I guess you said you started when you were a kid, so you just, it just a reflex. Yeah, I, guess, huh? I guess it just happened. I mean, yeah. my I come from like an art background. I guess okay. like my 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 mom was is she's an art teacher. Okay. So she always like gave me the su- supplies and yeah. like encouragement. But I feel like when people like when I tell people that my mom's an art teacher, they're like, oh, so she like taught you everything? And I'm like, no, like she yeah. gave me some colored pencils, but like she yeah. didn't, like sit me down and tell me how to draw an apple. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I was really inspired by, like, children's books and mm-hmm. illustrations, and mm-hmm. I was, I remember going to this um, museum when I was living in Hawaii with, like, my family um, of Herb Kane. He does these, like, amazing paintings of the um, Hawaiian gods and goddesses. Okay. And I, like, saw it in person, and I was just, like, struck. Oh, I was yeah. just, I was just upset. I, like, drew her over, like, the, the goddess over and over and yeah. over again, and, yeah, so. That's cool. So, so you used to live in Hawaii? Yeah, that's where I'm from. Oh, nice. Yeah. How- so when did you move from Hawaii to, I guess, did you come from Chico, from, from Hawaii? No, no, Chico? no, no. Okay. No, I moved a lot as a kid. I, yeah. It's kind of like blurry of like when I actually left because I think I didn't realize that we didn't live in Hawaii. Like yeah. At, like a really, or, or, whoa, a minute after <laughs> yeah, we had moved away. But yeah. um, we moved, so I was born there. I was born in the big island of Hawaii, um, in Waimea, um, <clears throat> and... We moved when I was, like, three or four. First, we, like, lived in Grass Valley. And then we oh, moved okay. in yeah. San Diego with my grandparents. Gotcha. And then we moved to, like, the Santa Cruz area, yeah. which is where my parents live now. Mm-hmm. And then I moved to Chico. Okay. So, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so you've been a little bit. You've been NorCal, SoCal. You've been all over the place. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I know I've never been to Hawaii. I've been to Jamaica a couple of times in like oh, the nice. Bahamas, and that was I'm beautiful. Jamaica so bad. Yeah, it was, my mom took me when I was like nine, so I definitely oh, go back. Oh, different experience. Yes, yeah, 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 just yeah. eating ice cream, not really getting to fully go out and whatnot. Right, right. But uh, I went to the Bahamas too as like a senior graduation trip. My high school actually sets it up. It's crazy. It's like nice. you and all your forty best friends in a fucking island. All you can eat, all you can drink, all you can gamble. Everything's that legal. seems like. It was nuts. Risky. There's a vlogs, but I wish I'll show you. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's super interesting. Like so if. If you could do anything, right, like if money wasn't a problem, like you can make money your set for life. I know it's such a cliche question, but it's always cool to ask it. Yeah, what yeah. do you? What would you want to do? Would you do want, anything in the world? Yeah, would you want to do art, fitness? Like, I would love to be able to be in community. I think that's a really beautiful thing that mm-hmm. I felt like I was kind of adjacently a part of in Hawaii, but yeah. never really got to grow up in it. So I would love to be able to move back to Hawaii and like just like work on the farm with my family yeah. and just I don't know yeah just make art and create and be present and be in nature yeah. work out yeah just you know live off the land just yeah. so you want to do some farming 
I, I mean, I'd have to. Yeah. Fuck, if I were, if I live with my family, they're yeah. putting me to work. For yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. What do yeah. they? So they have a farm. They have farmland out in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. Okay. What What kind of farming is it? Um, it's mostly coffee. Okay. My grandma has a coffee farm. Oh wow. Just a little thing. Um, and they also grow like mac macadamia nuts. Oh, okay. Turmeric. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, dude, that's yeah, that's pretty cool. So did, was like coffee like a part of your life from the age you were like a little kid? I mean, if you're yeah, yeah, there's, coffee there's farm. literally like videos, like old, like just trying shitty, coffee, like two year olds, just not, no, yeah. um, but like I was like sitting on like a tin roof. I don't know why I was on a roof, like yeah. who allowed that to happen, yeah. but I was like two and just like picking coffee beans with my grandma, yeah, and, like just kept counting coffee beans, yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah. So it's, it's been in your blood, yeah. um, and then finally, uh. What's like, I mean, life as a young woman in college, like, is there anything, any advice that you want to give or things that you've learned that you think maybe would benefit another, like, young woman in college going through it? Like, it could be anything. It could be, like, positive. It could be different. It could be, like, oh. I mean, I feel like the only positives are, like, you can get into any frat. Yeah. Like, there's <laughs> oh, <that>. my, literally. <laughs> I know, dude, honestly. We live here on a frat row. We're not a frat. Like, you got, like, yeah. right behind us. Yeah, fight talk. Have you been to any of these houses before? Probably. Yeah, I either. saw you at Pratt, and the only reason why it's because I'm right there. He's in Delta, so okay. that's why I was in that one. But that's yeah. <laughs> that's the only positive. <laughs> that's the only positive. I mean, fuck. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It can be like scary. Well, like, what did you learn? Yeah, that's how it's like. Yeah. I mean, when I was when I first moved here, when I was um, living, I, I mean, I still live on Nord, but I was I was walking, just getting my steps in, walking along yeah. Nord, and like some like homeless dude on a bike started like following me like I, I was trying to like make sure that I was like okay maybe I'm tripping like maybe was it not day or me. night or? it was daytime it yeah. was like middle of day like yeah. so it could have been scarier if it was like at night but yeah. it was just like super strange and I was he was just following me around I was like making all these turns I'm like yeah I was like yeah he's, he's following me so I like went into Safeway because like why would he follow me into Safeway he followed me into Safeway Jesus yeah, fucking Christ so I had to like call my boyfriend at the time yeah. and have him pick me up but it, it was, I was really yeah. scary experience but yeah. that shit happens all the time like I'll I walk a lot so I have like a yeah. lot of like walking encounters yeah like some dude like pulled over and was like you can't walk here like women get taken in this neighborhood like you need to go home like he was like freaking me out and I was like okay dude yeah but I, I don't know it's yeah so you, you're like that's where I used to live I used to live in I don't, what I used to live in legacy apartments okay yeah, yeah, Do you live, like, close to I used to live on uh, at Village of Timbers. Okay. By Gojo There's Market. so many. Oh, shit. You were, like, right next to me. Because oh, yeah, yeah. Legacy is right. So, you know the new apartments that are just built? Bella Vista ones? They just I put them up. So. It's the Star Liquor, guys. They just put oh, them up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, where are the apartments right in front Wait, of those? Wait, Gateway? No. Gateway is across. So, by Star Liquor. I'll sh no, it's called Bella. I'll show you after okay, this. Okay. I'll show you the maps. But, literally, we're in Legacy. And it was so fucked up because being on North 2... There was a fence. The fence was ripped open for us, so they would come through the back. I've had to like oh, kick them out of my house, like literally on my like sleeping on my outdoor couch. Like, wow. dude, what are you doing? Like heroin now? Yeah. Um, and we have a bunch of girls where we lived down there, like our sisters, so we had to like always look out for them. Like, yeah. Dudes broken my cars a couple of times. Like, yeah, it would sketch. So, yes, definitely. Yeah. I'm glad you because I kind of wanted to hint like if you want to be vulnerable, you can't. But I'm glad you were. Yeah. Is yeah, especially as like a young girl in any college and anywhere in life, like you got to make sure you're aware of your surroundings, like you talked about. Um, obviously don't not, you know, live life. Like I'm glad you still walk it enough, but yeah, yeah, it's fucked because there's a lot of, a lot of scumbags in the world and it sucks because like as being a guy, I feel like I am pretty lucky. Like I can go on a run at midnight. Even yeah, I have my guard up, right? <laughs> yeah. But I can go on a run at midnight and yeah. go, like, I'll get home, but like yeah. girls can't do that. So I think one thing college probably 
from kind of what you're talking about teaches you and something I pride myself on having female friends and whatnot is like you always got to look out and make sure you're around like a good group of people yeah because there's a lot of people that are just like either between like homeless people or just weird people in general like guys just come back you know there's some crazy chicks out there too don't know but you got to be careful but that's some good advice well anyway dude this has been a banger of a podcast you dropped like a ton of life <laughs> advice thank you so much for being out here Leah um, and then any final thoughts for the podcast um, or just anything. You don't have to. Some people don't. <laughs> said it, said if enough I, have, I have to give some advice to the people. Yes. If you're, if you're interested in fitness, you you cannot hate yourself into a perfect body. There's no such thing as a perfect body, and self-hatred is the most detrimental fuel for yourself. So 100%. Just be kind to yourself. Do what feels good. Try to be healthy as, you, as much as you can. Live your life. Create art. Find your, find your flow state. There it is. Yeah. That was good. And life short. Take the risk. All right, guys. Thank you again, Aaliyah, for being on here. This is another episode of Hilarious Society Podcast. This month, we're dropping bangers. I mean, this was already banger. The one dropping before this banger, so that's going to be a good one. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Really appreciate all the support, and we'll see you next week.